Welcome to Double Burst, a podcast about Dice Masters. We are a group of Utah players that want to bring you the latest Dice Masters, news, strategies, tips, and more. Whether you're a new or seasoned player, we hope this show has something for you. I'm KT Data, one of your hosts, and welcome to episode 119. In this episode, we'll be passing you priority, talking about the new DC Justice spoilers, opening up a team time capsule with Dr. J, and wrapping it up with our top three favorite cards. So let's kick it off by passing you priority. All right, guys, we are here with the KO King. How are you doing tonight, my friend? Good. How are you? Um, so normally Jared actually does this segment. It's our, it's time for us to pass priority, but then I looked at all the letters and most of them are kind of addressed to you tonight. Um, so for the Can first... Can I make some rulings while I'm here too? Uh, sure. Why not? You, you want to make anything? Mm-hmm. Like you want to errata Transformers where you can't just yeah. gang up on <laughs> a player? Say Adam Warlock is banned. Uh, we'll just yeah, we're just gonna add that to that, it yeah. next to Cosmic Cube. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> all right, we got we got a couple letters. This one's kind of a follow up on one of the brewing buddies we just recently did. So it's from Bobby Z. He's like, I never used suit up much until it got recent mention on one of your episodes. How about a discussion for the best suit up combo? And as a side note, how cool would it be for a team pack? Okay, if you guys have not seen the latest Avengers yet, just skip a minute ahead um a team pack with bruce banner and, and hulk with suit up the possibilities are endless with this game um so that's from bobby z so what what, what do you kind of think about your favorite suit up combo i think you mentioned that there's really only one that works uh, well. there's two that i like um and i'm gonna blank on names for one of them but the pepper pots is really good with iron man and rescue i think they both work if i remember right yeah rescue suits up herself too um let me i gotta double check on rescue yeah um um and i will say because it is a ko you can make them all kind of work i think my biggest hiccup with all of suit up is I think it's the Batman one works backwards if I remember, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Let me let me look up Batman. Yeah, I the my problem with suit up so far is that a lot of the suit up characters are almost as expensive as the character you need to KO to suit right. up. I think it's the Batman is more expensive than. Uh, is, was there a suit up Batman? I'm looking at all the Batman. I don't see. I thought uh, there was something. I think it was only Marvel. Um, so, oh, no. you're thinking of Thomas Wayne. That's what yeah, it was. Thomas yeah, Thomas Wayne. But he suits up. Batman. <laughs> and he's a three cost. Yeah. <laughs> it does like, it, and it thematically works backward, right? I'm not crazy on that, right? Because um, no. he would be super yeah, Batman so, and he would be knocked out and turn into Thomas Wayne. Yeah. So, I guess, yeah. So I, okay. I, guess, I, I guess it now makes, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. If you think that. Batman is yeah, Bruce Wayne. It makes sense that if Bruce Wayne as Batman gets KO, yeah. Thomas Wayne would come out. I mean, I yeah. can, I can kind of see that if you know Batman lore, but if you're just looking at someone putting on a costume, like it doesn't work. Yeah, let me go buy my four or five cost Batman. Right. KO him for this three cost. Yeah. The that other one that I one, like one three is, five attack. <laughs> uh, the other one I like is Spider Man. Um, Are you like a secret Spider Man fan? 
No. Because you've seen, like, I've noticed over the years, Spider-Man seems to be always a common... Uh, I do like Spider-Man. <laughs> Comics. Uh, Especially plug now. For, plug for Especially Invincible now. again. <laughs> is that Invincible is the better version of, like, Spider-Man meets Superman. It's that uh, teen type of thing. But I like the suit-up Spider-Man. So I think... Is it Spider-Man or Iron Spider? Iron no. Spider. Yeah. For this one. So using him with the, if you have it, the Spidey the Amazing. If you remember, that's the promo. That mm-hmm. might be hard to find for people now, but that's the pay three fists. And pretty much almost like a cut your lantern life ring, yeah. in half. Um, that is still such a powerful card. Yeah. Um, but I liked using that with Iron Fist, and of course everything. With so, Iron Fist. but it was all the fists, and then you could you could manufacture a lot of dice using that Iron Spidey that has suit up. Yeah, yeah, so. So, yeah. Because I'm looking at some of the other ones like Space Armor Iron Man. It's not worth it. It's a four cost shield, so you got to buy most Iron Men are four or three cost anyways. So, yeah, it's not kind of worth it <laughs> um the war machine was cool but i don't think i ever used the suit up to get that war machine up and going um because th- this one was the one that sidekicks can't block him on his burst side um you know that was kind of early action and then i never understood armor wars ko target character was suit up and then each player loses one life <laughs> I, that has to be to me one of the Worst basic actions. It's narrowed. I. That's personal opinion. It's not to say anything, but you can make suit up work because it's a KO. So you can always. It's a way to manufacture a lot of dice. It's, uh, you know, you prep them. You get characters in the field. So I think it's kind of an overlooked ability. The problem is, is there's not super strong connections, and I think the best one is. It's Pepper Potts that allows you to pull out an Iron Man or a, yeah, an Iron. Man. Yeah, and with her, she's a two or three, so like yeah. the the cost difference is a lot bigger. Like you hear two or three, that's a you know that, that's a one or two cost difference. But most of these guys, I'm looking right. at the suit ups are. The best five, thing about six. it is just yeah. getting characters in the field and putting characters in your KO pile, and then giving you more dice next turn. That's the biggest benefit to suit up. Yeah, and I, I, I honestly wish they would brought it back, but again, do it more like Pepper Potts, right, where right. you have that benefit of being yeah. able to bring I mean, if you're an bigger. aggro player, uh, something like that Iron Spidey, I think he's a three, right? Uh, yes. And use him with other Fist characters and Fist Pump, right? Uh-huh. You, you can get a ton. Um, I always thought that he would be really good with a guy Gardner because you could... You know, yeah, his only drawback is he has fielding costs, right? Yeah, that's um, for that. So that so that one was from Bobby Z, um, and man, are we still getting mail about or errata that with that Joker? <laughs> <laughs> um, so John Doe sent this in. Um, there's nothing wrong with Superware Joker. I can use it with the Uncommon Sangin, so I can quickly move him from use to the prep since he's always going through unblocked. Also provides more cheap shields for that Cal L global. I would say you could also use a summon skull. I, I think global it's too. super important for all the listeners to hear us. It's not terrible 
there's just better options. So the argument that you can make it work, fully agree. Yeah. Fully agree. You can make him work. He's not terrible. We're not talking about a a super rare Hulk or anything of that nature. There's just better options. Yeah, and, and like I said, I don't think it would have even had made the segment if it didn't have that red stripe on it either. Right. Like if it was like a common or something, I'm like, okay, that's you know, it's not the best thing, but at least it's a common. So if you go into a draft, you can get it. Yeah. Instead of hoping for getting this super rare and then getting extra yeah. dice for it, you know. And for me, it goes back to just unblockable. I I am not a huge fan of just blank unblockable because if if my win condition is just to use unblockable characters, typically there's workarounds. If my character's blanked, uh, there's a number of ways if they remove my character. Um, now... If I'm going unblockable, especially if the whole library of Dice Masters is open, I'm going with Falcon because I, yeah. can, I can upgrade a number of sidekicks. I can give them extra stats, and it's making a number of characters. Yeah, and it's it's a mul- yeah, yeah, one. it's a multiple instead of just single. So yeah. that's. But he also add he wanted this question because we I think we have mentioned it a lot, but I don't think we've had a final count for it. So he was asking, could Russ read off his current slash final rare collector team? It seems like it's a thin bag. Um, Thin bag has been referred to several times, but I don't think you ever said what other cards are on it. Um, so, like, I think we've mentioned it before, but the you know the big key is, of course, the rare collector, right? And then the way that you would make it work would be using create food and water, right, to essentially have yeah a a empty yeah. bag and a full prep area. If I went again, since I and currently there just aren't competitive events local or i'm not in any online competitive event if my full library is open for dice masters my current collector team i'm not i have some open slots but i'm actually going collector um can i have those foot ninjas in there no no well so that's the that may be the one he's talking about with the foot ninjas collector and it just is is keeps rotating through with the unblockable um so unblockable sidekicks using foot ninja um, collector and uh and then on my opponent's turn I'm buying uh boom boom super rare so on my turn I'm filling it I'm dealing damage on their turn I'm filling boom boom and dealing them damage yeah, so it's you're kind using of that back the uh crap why, why can't I remember the basic action name the um insect plague Global to make your yes yeah to make your um, foot ninja unblockable right so uh, create food and water insect plague foot ninja um oh gosh I I could combine these two teams so I would probably go foot ninja collector boom boom even if you have uh knobby knobby wouldn't be a bad one yeah. there because you're gonna get uh, a benefit with sidekicks again, but the the collector team I really like to play right now. When I play, uh, it's a lot more control. It's collector. Um, it's all masks, except for I would use the new Cree global. Uh, so it'd be collector, Cree with the two fist discount, uh, beholder. Uh, globals are free when you field, mm-hmm. and 
Raven that protects my your mask, your mask, yeah. and then Hella with the six cost global that you take a character and put it in their back on their card. Cause, cause so when you're, you're, you're filled beholder, yeah, you have mask in the field. You filled beholder, and they he, can't target because the hella global you pay six, and they you both choose one to go back on your card. Yeah, but it. So what you do is you get collector out, you get raven out, you buy a beholder. You would then fill that. You would get one of their characters, put it into their back onto their card and the Cree would allow your next character to be three less. So you would use Hella and the Cree captain. Is it Cree yeah, captain? Yeah, Cree captain. Cree captain global. And and the rest, you just fill it out with mass. I mean, you're looking at Hella for three, right? She's a six cost. Raven, collector. Oh man, that would be, you, you could have a, a lot yeah. of fun with that team. And it that one seems like there's a lot going on, but once you get the beholder and Yeah, once you get the beholder on and it Raven just open, out, opens up your purchasing. Like your opponent, you just everything they buy, and this goes back to like the controlled by death uh team that I used to play. They if they don't have a cheap character that they can just buy to give them another character so it's not going back on the card, then they're just looking at a sidekick team. Like, literally just sidekick dice. <laughs> yeah. So. so, yeah, that's that's a nasty team. So, John Doe, if that is your real name, um, so that is one of Russ's um, collector teams. I think the nice part about your collector team is once you got the core, which is pretty much collector um, out on the field and create food and water, and you get that bag flow going, right. almost everything else is... A flex spot at that point what you know to fit whatever your style is from there right yeah and in general um the collector really exposes it but but in general i like to play with not buying a lot of dice whenever you buy too many dice your bags just if you don't have a way to get them moving that's how you have it, it makes it difficult to deal with this is why i don't like swarm when you hear us talk about swarm this is why i don't like swarm is because as soon as that character's out of the field, I have four, four up to six dice that right, are just that there. I, I don't know how I don't I don't have control of my bag. So it's mainly it's just out of control. So that's a personal thing. And and back to the the Joker. We understand it can work. There's just There's just too many things that are like detracting options. from it, right? Yeah. You know. Um, all right, so and it's not Red Hood. I mean, we all know the best <laughs> Joker is Red Hood. All right, so thank you both, John and Bobby Z, for sending that in. If you guys want to send in to the show, and like literally, there's one show after this. So if you want it read on air, you better send it in the moment you hear this email. You hear the segment because you're running out of time. Shoot us an email, doubleburst at ktdata.net, or leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash doubleburst. Russ, I will see you back in a second because we have brand new spoilers that just were fresh off the press today. All right, guys, we are back again with the KO King. Um, so, Russ, are you excited to see some spoilers? 
Yes. Um, so our friends at Brit Roller Six. So you guys head on over to BritRollerSix.com, the Ministry of Dice Guys. They actually, and it, if you don't, you should listen. It's a good show. Yeah, it's yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, I love those guys, and they sound smarter than us because they have accents. Yeah. Um, but they were actually sent some spoilers to show to show what's coming out in the DC Justice series that's coming out soon. Um, I always like the art in that. Like those coverage for Justice always looked cool. So these are the ones that they're printing. So they mentioned one basic action. I don't think you've ever heard of this basic action, Russ. It's called Investigation. <laughs> Draw and roll two dice. Um, I guess they want to keep Ramp going somehow in basic action form. And I guess it's not that new anymore. It feels... It's from Thor, new. which is... Is that almost a year old now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So our next one... It's a two-cost bolt, um, and it is Parasite. It has the villain affiliation and Legion of Doom affiliation. Um, And it says, while Parasite is active, instead of declaring Parasite as an attacker, you may add his attack and defense to an attacking character die. You may do this once for each of your Parasite character dice that do not attack, and his stats are 2-2, 3-3, and 3-4. How do you feel about that? Kind of like, you know, it's out there and... Just helping out his buddies. Uh, so if I have multiple parasites out, yeah. I could add their stats. Yeah, so say if you had four of them, all four out, and they were on a three attack side, that's 12 attack. You could technically okay, get to Okay, so here's, here's a combo. I'm thinking villains, so this is just a quick, what I think would be fun. Um I would actually add a doppelganger. Oh, jeez. So oh, <laughs> but then, so one that's in the archives that I think people forget about because he was so good in drafts that would be a lot of fun with this ability. It would be really nasty. would be Two-Face. Ugh. Yeah, because my problem with Two-Face, always on its two-side. Right, so if... Uh, I mean, think about that. If he, you happen to get him on level three, and then you have multiple parasites out, Ooh, that's that's brutal. That's really brutal. nasty. Yeah. All right. So on to our next one, um, Elastigirl. And no, this is not the Incredibles Elastigirl. <laughs> um, she she so her ability. She's a two cost shield, um, and she has the Doom Patrol affiliation. Were you a big Doom Patrol fan? I don't know a lot about Doom Patrol. We don't have Doom Patrol yet, do we? Yeah, no, this is new. Okay. So, yeah, I don't know a lot about it, but I think I think that team is pretty cool. Um, so her ability is Elastigirl cannot attack the turn she is fielded, and then she has Aftershock, prevent two damage from an attacking character die or prevent two damage, and this is where it gets me. The attack and defense stats are 1-2, 2-4, and 3-4. It's always been a pet peeve of mine. So that they've had. So these... she's aftershock. She just doesn't reduce damage. Yeah, right? that's aftershock. That's always been my pet peeve. Is with aftershock, you want them to be KO'd by because it has to be KO'd by your opponent, um, which makes it. How much does she cost? Two cost. So I mean, it kind of balances out, but be okay with against overcrush. Yeah, but you know, because on she its... has high stats anyway, so she doesn't get knocked out. She would, she could stop a small overcrush character. Uh, I guess you're just looking I, at a two cost with a six okay ability. six defense against yeah. overcrush. If you want to look at it like that, right? Um, 
where, but you know, that I've always been a pet peeve of that. Like the best aftershock character was the Black Widow, but part of it was because her defense was low. Yeah, I I would never. I I mean, you could make it work because attack is what a one, two, uh, one, a two, and a three. <laughs> yeah, least. so I mean, you could make it work with a stat flipper. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But then again, I mean, we're looking at two costs. It's not terrible, but I wouldn't bank on that aftershock saving your life. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's not going to happen. All right. This one I'm, I'm actually excited for, maybe because of the artwork, but it is Atlantis. Um, and again, this is back to the ramp. When you feel the sidekick character die, draw two dice and roll them. Um, and it's two-cost shield. Um, and this kind of reminds me of another card and the, i think it was a basic oh, action or something man. right and ah this one's gonna get exposed to heck man because you're gonna use globals that'll field sidekicks pull them and there's gonna be a lot of yeah this might oh man that would work really well with mimic yeah uh, not that mimic needs more <laughs> but like you're pretty much gonna have an empty bag yeah i have a feeling you'd get more bag burn using this <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, you would. Well, well, actually, if you buy four of these and just use that, you well, could you could just have four of these in your bag. Well, well so else. but correct me if I'm wrong. If I'm understanding it right, if I play that action and I f- have mimic, when I feel the sidekick, I would draw four dice. Yeah, if two I for add, this and two for mimic. If I add spot to that, how many dice am I rolling? Oh, gee, well, it depends on how you roll it, but you could potentially have up to eight, right? If I'm doing the and math how much right. does that cost? Two cost. Oh, it's a basic. A- it's not. Well, it's an action, a regular action, and you know oh, how much. Oh, it's just a regular action. Yeah, and I'm not even getting that. You, to yeah, my you opponent? can't give it to your opponent. You, oh, you know how much WizKids loves the two cost actions. That's pair this with a super rare that no one likes. Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh... Oh my gosh. Or you pair it with her common version. That's keeping your bag thin, and she's probably going to come out quickly isn't there going back isn't there something that is it one of the parademons that deal damage when you draw dice uh that's only for swarm oh swarm characters yeah. okay when you but swarm. but like i said if you go i see this getting paired with mimic a lot because you're looking at four dice for every sidekick that you field and you add Professor X to that so you can at least field one per turn, right? Uh-huh. And then that's four. That's complete ramp. And then and if you roll the sidekicks on the two you rolled, right. it boosts it up too. Actually, you know how discuss- – like I wonder what happened. I think they stack too. Ugh. That seems – I mean we've had – it might not play as good as reads. We've had that happen yeah. before. But we talk about how the games kind of evolved from the original Professor X, and like I see this, like yeah, you know what I would want eliminating that conversation. Yeah, like you, that's you, a crazy. That's I'm gonna get four just by that and mimic. Like we've already seen mimic, just really destroy, don't need yeah. anything else. Yeah. You're gonna worry about bag burn, and then all the combos that you can have with using actions and a tune and. Because you, you know what I put this on? Definitely a Falcon sidekick team. Oh, my God. 
on there. So those are the spoilers that were freshly posted as the time of us recording. So make sure you guys head on over to BritRoller6.com. Check out the spoilers and check out the Ministry of Dice podcast because I think those guys are awesome too. Um, so Russ, thank you so much for talking about the spoilers. Oh, what's her name's going to be big now? That counter. Draw dice, take damage. Yeah. Um, uh, from D&D. Uh, oh, what's her name? It's a little lizard on the branch. Oh, it's really bugging me now. But that'll be a good counter to play against your opponents. Um, oh, was it? Yeah, I can't remember the name off the top of my head right now. But yeah, so we we want to hear from you guys. Let us know what about the spoilers. Um, double burst at ktdata.net or on our Facebook, facebook.com forward slash double burst. So, Russ, thank you so much. Um, we will have you on a little bit later on in the show where we're going to be talking about your top three favorite cards. So you only have like 2,000 plus cards to go through um, on that. So I'll make it easier. Tabaxi Rogue. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll make it easier. You, you can pick three basic actions and three three cards. All right, guys. We are here with Dr. J. Esquire. I, I'm... You know, I'm not gonna lie. I get excited. You I, like saying that say more that. than I do. Probably. Like I, I wrote an I wrote an email the other day and signed it attorney at law, and I was like, "Is it okay for me to do that?" Well, it is a little imposter like, syndrome, like, right? Yeah, yeah I'm, like, I'm like, like, um, <laughs> is it, is that really how I should sign my name now? And now when I sign my name, like on court documents, I it feels wrong if I don't put in my middle initial. You know, <laughs> yeah. So it's like everything that's official. I'm like Jared A. Quist, and I. Every time afterwards, I'm like, why do I do that? It just feels right to do well, that. At, at least you're not signing him Lionel Hutz. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine a world without lawyers? <laughs> um, but so it, it's kind of funny. We brought you in today. We're opening up the t- team time capsule for the last time. Like, how, how do you feel that your team's going to be the last one? I'm kind of stoked that, that we ever. It's dig actually out. not the team that I was intending to talk about on the team time capsule, but. It's a really good team. The other one we gave a segment for prior to yeah, the team time capsule. Yeah, we did, we did, so, we did. But it, that was a long time it was, ago. That was almost like the beta team time capsule. Yeah, if you guys don't it. know, the other team I wanted to talk about was my Doomsday team that I took to Worlds two years ago. Check it out. I mean, we talked about it a ton on our past episodes, Doomsday and uh, a trusted friend, and you guys always gave me crap about that basic action card. Because it's not good. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a team that... You put the brakes on because you felt horrible. I felt after. so <laughs> dirty playing this team. Like, like people are like, "Oh, that Yanti is broken card," and it is. But it doesn't make you feel dirty playing it the way that this team made me feel dirty playing. Yeah. So, th- so the team is based on Adam Warlock, the Uncommon from Guardians of the Galaxy, Standing Watch over Infinity. His ability. He's a five cost mask Guardian affiliation. When Adam Warlock is KO'd by combat damage. Move any character dice that damaged him this turn to his card. When fielded, return those character dice to the owner's field zone at the same level. So how how did you manage to use this card to just make people want to, like, hate you forever? So <laughs> I had so many people want to punch me when I played this team. Like, our, our old buddy Steve, when I played against him, I thought he was going to lose it. We I played this against Brock, and he was on the verge of beating me and then I pulled off my combo and it was all over and he just was dejected and done with the game. And so you did it a couple times against me, but I knew what to expect. Yeah. So I was yeah. kind of trying to work around. Yeah, people who were caught off guard by this did not like it at all. <laughs> and uh there was one guy that we play with locally every once in a while that 
I was very happy. I never played against him pulling this thing off because he would have probably you, you, lost it. You, you would have shot feared the place for your per- up, and you probably know who I'm safety, talking about. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so, so how how did you make it work? So, so the key is Adam Warlock. So when he gets knocked out, anything that dealt him damage gets put on his card, and it stays there until he gets put back in the field. And so the way that you want to maximize this is by making sure that you never feel of, Adam a Warlock. Lot of, a lot of <laughs> yeah. people deal damage to Adam Warlock and then you don't feel to him again. And so I paired him with the rare nowhere from the Guardians yeah, of the which Galaxy is a set. Three cost mask. You may swap any character die in your use pile or field zone for an unpurchased character costing one more. Yeah. Um, and then character die swapped in the field zone stay on the same level. Yeah, so the first thing you do is you buy a Nowhere, and then you buy a cheap three or three cost character, and I can't remember which one I used in this but, particular but let, team. Let, but let's pick everybody's favorite three cost right now, which is Shriek, right? Shriek. The blanking one. Yeah, and I'm almost positive she was on the team, so it might have been the thing that I went for first. So I'd get Shriek or whatever three cost character out, and then you'd get Nowhere, so you've only spent three for each of these. And I think I used the other die for some kind of ramp or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't remember, but then you know where up your three cost to Madam Web, which is a four cost fist. When Madam Web's attacks, you may pay two generic energy. If you do so, all opposing characters must block Madam Web this turn. Yeah. So you get the rare Madam Web out and then you have to wait for your nowhere to come back. And the, this is the tricky part, but it's really not that hard. Um, and I want to say maybe I had like an action reroll ability on the team or something like that. Uh, to make sure that I got nowhere to roll. But when you roll nowhere, you pay two energy to mate force everything to block Madam Web. And then after you declare attackers and they declare blockers, everything because they have to, then you use your nowhere and you swap her out for Adam Warlock and you put Adam Warlock in her place. And then everything that would deal damage to Madam Web instead deals damage to him. He gets knocked out. All those cards, all those dice go on your opponent, go on Adam Warlock's card, and they're stuck there because the next thing I do after that is when I roll Nowhere again, I swap out Adam Warlock for the collector, the six-cost uncommon yeah. collector. Yeah. For, for you guys who aren't familiar, because everybody talks about the rare, um, it, is a, it says, when fielded, you and target opponent select one of your unpurchased dice, choose one, and place the selected die in your use pile, remove the other one from the game. Yeah. And so what I would do in this situation is I would I would I would get that collector so Adam Warlock would go back on his card. So he would be out of the game. He can't be refielded. Then you field you field the collector and then what you do is you buy Thanos. And lots of times what people would do is they would see this coming, right? So you've got Thanos there. And this is the seven cost Thanos. When fielded, name an opposing character replacing all previous choices. While Thanos is active, the named character cannot be fielded. While Thanos is active, when the named character is put into the use pile, Thanos deals your opponent four damage. Yeah. Yeah. And the collector, uh, the way it works is you pick one of your dice and your opponent picks one of your dice and then you field and then you get him in the use pile for free, right? You yeah. put you put one in the use pile and the other one is removed from the game. So what people would do is they'd see me going for the Thanos and I'd always have like four of them or whatever. And so they'd pick a Thanos and then I would pick Adam Warlock 
and then I would put Thanos in my used pile, and I'd put take Adam Warlock out of the game just to make sure that he never got fielded <laughs> again. I would remove all the dice out of the game. Oh, jeez. So all those, all those dice would be locked on Adam Warlock's In the card. Shadow Realm. And it was amazing how fast I could get it to go off, too. I know, it was like, I was I was surprised at how quickly this went off. So I played against Brock, and this was one of my most memorable games because he was playing with Jimmy Olsen and the... Uh, the Superman? Superman, the, the one where you get him for dirt cheap, right? And yeah. then he had the lowest lane that gave Overcrush, and he had me down to almost, like, two life or something like that. He had me dead to rights. And I got Madam Web out, and I rolled nowhere... And I attacked, and he had three or four of his Supermen on the field and his Jimmy Olsen, and I took all of them and put them on Adam Warlock's card, and he was done. Like, his entire win condition was gone. <laughs> yeah. There was no way he could get those last two points of damage in. And from there, I, I want to say he actually had some other super friends on the team or something like that. And I ended up getting Thanos out and locking them out after he'd bought them. And so it was just a matter of time before Thanos wheeled him away and there was nothing else that he could do. And so it was really, really a nasty team. And I loved it because it was so much fun and it was kind of my creation that I'd put together but I only played with it a handful of times, it, and yeah. I was like, I, I, I saw a lot of people rage because I remember when I would yeah. I would play against you. Um, it was during our league too, so that, it was a little different since you didn't have access to all your cards. But I had a lot of cheap characters, so the way I would do it was I just keep them off the field, like, and you still manage to take a whole bunch of my cards. But then I'm like, well, I can go buy these; they're only like two costs. Yeah, and I oh, I was running an infiltrate team. Yeah, that's what it was. And then I remember a couple times when we were playing, I purposely didn't infiltrate, so they would go to the use pile, and you couldn't Madam Web them out. Right. And I think still, like in that situation, what you do is you go to Thanos, and then you start making it so you can't field those characters. So you want to keep them yeah. out of the field. Fine, they're just going to deal you damage every time you pull them out of your bag. And so it was a really well balanced team. And I was amazed at how fast it was with how expensive the characters were, but really at how well it seemed to work against a lot of different types of teams. Yeah. I also remember that's probably one of our longest games we've ever played against each other. Because <laughs> <laughs> we were definitely trying to chess match each other out yeah. of that. Yeah, <laughs> I got to tell you, that that Thanos from that set was one of my favorite cards because I I pulled that in our league, our Guardians League, and won the whole thing basically with that card alone i played against everybody they'd be like oh man how am i supposed to counter thanos like after the first couple weeks that's what everyone thought when they'd go in and play was oh man what's the counter to thanos what's the counter to oh thanos? they didn't they didn't like my team that much either your team was nasty because i had i, I think I you got the, super rare angela, angela right yeah, yeah and rare cosmic cube so it was not fun i've got hurt <laughs> feelings about that super rare angela she cost me uh, <laughs> she cost me an invite to nationals actually one of our buddies here pulled it and stopped me from winning our local <laughs> WKO because he happened to pull the super rare Angela and I was playing with a bunch of uncommon and common cards. It was close though. Uh, that's why those draft events are fun, right? Yeah. Um, I love draft and so, I miss it a lot. Yeah. So if, if, if you were to pull this team out again and play, what would you change or what would you kind of augment to the team? Especially now that you have a couple more sets after guardians that you could put in. Yeah. I mean, we've got a, uh, We've got the uh, the the oh, the D and D set. 
Yeah, that one had some interesting ones. I might throw like an Amber Golem on, on there. The Amber Golem was fun for me. I really liked that one. It was the one where when he blocks... You deal his attack or something uh, to another let's see. The common one, I think. When Amber... Uh, let's see. When maybe Amber Golem deals combat damage to a blocking character die, deal equal damage equal to that blocking character die's attack equal to that blocking character's die attack to a different opposing character die? Or is it... Uh, no, it's, it's that one. That's the one I really liked. And I, it would be nice because one of the things that you run into with this team is... When you field the collector, lots of times, um, do you? I'm trying to remember how this worked. Oh, that's right. I would field the collector, I would get the Thanos, and then I would nowhere out the collector for the Thanos that I just bought, and so it, he wouldn't be fielded. Yeah, so you would have to. So it would be interesting. It would be good to. to yeah, it would be good to be able to fabricate him out, so that I could then refield him right away and then use his ability. Yeah, plus Amber Golem's another six cost, so you could use that for your jump also. Say yeah. you know, say you lock something out with your with your the collector you already um or you know, you didn't want you wanted to leave the collector in the field for you know, maybe defense or overcrash somewhere um that you could switch out switch out with the golem. Yeah. And then that's another six cost, so allows you more options yeah. when you use the collector to just take another thing out that you don't may not need later on. Yeah, yeah. Another card that I I might consider putting on the team is uh like Tabaxi Rogue just to punish them more for drawing dice because they're already getting punished when you get Thanos out there. You know, it it just punish them if they want to draw more dice. Um one of the things that would be fun with this team is any card that lets you name abilities or name dice and then when your opponent pulls them something bad happens. So like Lissa Drax from uh from War, War of Light, Lockjaw, uh, what was you're the not, Riddler was you're not, another. You're, you're one. not gonna put Harvey Bullock on this? No, <laughs> man. <laughs> I really like that character, like from the Gotham TV show, but his card is just junk. <laughs> Russ loves it. That's why you hate it. Uh, I, he he likes it because it's a novelty, not because it's a good <laughs> card. Dude, he was like a kid in a candy store the first time he played that card. I and remember. I like, Ooh, yay! And that's those are fun abilities. Those are really fun abilities, but they're bad abilities. I mean, <laughs> they're just such a gamble. It's like it's like Yu Gi Oh, Joey's deck. It always it has a bunch of like flip a coin, Great roll a dice stuff. Dice. It always works in the TV show, but yeah. if you actually played with that man, you get screwed. Yeah, I don't know how the time wizard worked because there's always double the amount of skulls. Yeah, I'm really upset that the Time Wizard in the Yu-Gi-Oh set of Dice didn't Masters do that. Didn't do that. Didn't have some like you know, r- roll it and destroy everything on your opponent's field and deal damage, or destroy everything on your side of the field and deal damage and to you. A thousand Dragon. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that would have been cool. It, it, sh- it should be a clutch card. Yep. All right, Jared. Thank you so much for talking about this team. Like I, 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 I was never butthurt playing it, but I knew what to expect. But I kind of felt bad for the people who didn't know what you were doing and it just totally because i mean most of the time people saw the collector they thought it was the rare and you're like nope <laughs> nope yeah <laughs> i'm gonna feel the collector wait what did you just do there was a time actually just bef- before we get out of here it was one of my favorite moments with this team is there was a time where i nowhere got the collect had, like i fielded the collector had no thanos's purchased and by the end of the turn i had two thanos's in the field on level three and had was had already named something and they had like a empty field and i was gonna just 
chump them for 18 damage or something <laughs> like that. So it was a really fun team. I really oh, that was gross. That's gross. Um, all right, guys. What do you guys think of this team? Or if you want us to mention a team time capsule, like I said, your time is running out. One episode left <laughs> in the show. Um, double burst at ktdata.net or on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash double burst. All right, Jared, I will be seeing you in a second where we're going to start playing a guessing game. All right, guys, we are here with both Dr. J and the KL King. So that means you guys are probably just going to end up yelling at each other by the end of the segment. (laughs) Um, But what I wanted to do, and this was actually a suggestion by one of our listeners um, for us to do kind of on our final-ish, is this penultimate, penultimate episode Um, Because episode 120, if you guys haven't heard, episode 120 is our last episode. (laughs) That's right. One more. Um, Is that they wanted us to kind of talk about every host's top three cards and a basic, oh, and a basic action they love. But I told Russ three, so I guess we can do three basic actions. But I wanted to spin this around a little bit different where we're not going to tell each other our favorite basic actions. We're going to guess what each other's top three favorite cards are. Um, Russ is the easiest, so that's because he's the loudest. <laughs> <laughs> that's a uh, so 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 is objective it, way to put that <laughs> <laughs> best like favorite card or best card. I mean, I w- I mean, Russ, we don't have time for you to list two thousand. What is it? Four hundred seventy-six well, no, cards. Saying, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> Some of my favorite cards aren't necessarily if you told me top three cards in the game i have would be two different lists right right it seems to me like russ's top 10 list would be the kind of top 10 list that once you hit about six or seven there's a three-way tie for the rest of them yeah going down the list so my my seven there was actually a four-way tie yeah here's my seven a (laughs) my seven b my seven c but I mean, I mean, it's not arguable, right? Your number one favorite card has to be Scarecrow, Rare Scarecrow. I'm, I'm oh, pretty I sure it's about him. <laughs> you forgot about him? <laughs> I'm just he totally had me there. That guy is serious. So I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess Russ's favorite cards in this game. Rare Scarecrow, first of all, it's gotta be one of Joker Red one. Hood. Uh, Joker Red Hood is he a loves good one. Joker Red I'd, Hood. I would put. Black Lantern Aquaman above that one because that was one of his all-time favorite teams that he ever played with. One that I don't think you'll guess, Blue Eyes White Dragon. Oh, yeah. He liked the global and the ability on the card. was really good, yeah. I'm going to go with, I think... I will say that I am not great at lists, and this is why I have... But how close are we so far? (laughs) So I had narrowed it down to five. You have three of them. I have three of them? Which were the three that we got? Scarecrow, Black Lantern, Aquaman, Black Lantern, Aquaman, and Blue Eyes. Blue Eyes. Oh, Red Hood's not on your five. Wow, Is there's Red two Hood more there? out there that, and that's where it's like, or, or three. I actually had three more, and that's where it's like, and kind of Blue Eyes goes into that too. Oh, promo Iron Fist. Yeah, that has yep. to be on. Yeah, there. that's got to be um, on there. So my three favorite, like just. I like, but I couldn't argue that they're the best in the game. Or Scarecrow, Iron Fist, and then... That's not about whether they're the best in the game. It's it's what you enjoyed playing with the most. that's what I mean. Yeah. 
When you yeah. think about it, I think you guys will get this last one. Black Manta? No, because he's... Hush? Oh. Mm. Hmm. Let's see. Uh, the Collector? No, he was close. It's close? You got to kind of oh, really? think in the same... Was it on those one of those teams? Was it on with was it, it, in, it the, was, in the era it was of blue on eyes? See, a competitive team with, with, with him saying that I never went to a WKO with, but it was it was a really good team, and the I don't want to say too much because it'll give it away. Because if he said two, it would be in hero, two heroic characters, but it's not. Yeah, it's Spider Man the Amazing, not, isn't it? It is Spider Man oh, the Amazing. I knew it. I was like, ah, Spider Bomb. Such a Fun card to play, not to play again. (laughs) (laughs) Never fun to play against. And then when he then when he realized like I could double up with that and the (laughs) ring, and it's like (laughs) so not fun to play against. (laughs) But it was a really like hold on, let me me do the math. Is the ring damage going to do you more damage, or should I have to life first and then do the ring damage? Yeah, it it is such a powerful ability the way that reads that I don't know if we'll ever. See again, because it's just half half life. It's not damage. It's not loss of life. It's just they lose their life. Yeah, yeah. All right. So basic uh, action, man. What's Russ's favorite basic action? Heroic defense. No heroic question. Defense. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Some of our listeners might be like, "Really? Like what is that? Yeah. What's so, so? If you guys don't know, it's from World Light. And it's a three-cost basic action. Our sweet spot, right? Yeah, sweet yep. spot. It's the sweet spot. Your characters get plus one attack and plus one defense for each of your character dies KO'd this turn. Gain life equal to that dies level. This was when watching Russ use this made me appreciate that life gain may not be a win condition, but it is a very valuable tool. It's very strong. That you basic know, yeah. action is a viable life gain in this game, and it gives you attack. It's just. Man, I love yeah, that. If, if, yeah. If this game didn't have that twenty life cap, I would definitely say it was a win condition. Oh yeah, yeah I would have. I would have had a lot of life. Yeah, where where? But since it has that twenty cap, I don't think it's quite a win condition. But I think it is a very powerful. Tool I had a number of competitive games that. that that life gain allowed me to go the one extra turn to win. So. It was, I mean, these all, when I was coming up with these, this feels like, oh, back in my day. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, but they're all really good. There's some new stuff that I really like, but Spidey the Amazing is a completely different than any other card. Like, it just has a different ability. Iron Fist is... Still one Iron of, I think, Fist. I still think one of yeah. the best promo cards WizKids has ever put It out. was... And I, w- I don't want to say one the of the best because it was just so well-rounded and usable at any time. It's like Constantine, man. And it definitely, like, <laughs> this was the weird thing with the Iron Fist. So I always forgot in games that it reduced damage. Yeah, he'd only run the KO portion. <laughs> because of it. I would yeah, use yeah. that Iron Fist with that Spidey the Amazing. KO my Iron Fist, move Spidey the Amazing over, and then attack next turn. So. Yeah, and okay, I'm gonna add one one last thing. Russ's sleeper set, like the one set I think that caught Russ by surprise, but he ended up loving Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, for yeah, sure. definitely yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh. Because I remember that phase when you would just start. I remember when they started. I'm surprised none game. of us guessed Krang is one of his favorite cards because <laughs> it wasn't that good. <laughs> when it he, wasn't good, he, but he loved playing two-hour games with it. When thing. I started this game, 
I remember telling my son, I love Marvel DC, but I will never get D&D or Yu-Gi-Oh. I just don't care. And I I want to draft a, another Yu-Gi-Oh so bad. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Yu-Gi-Oh and the funny is thing so is, fun. so Jared, you and I, we're, you know, we're Yu-Gi-Oh fans. And like right now I'm in fact rewatching Yu-Gi-Oh for like the fourth or fifth time. And <laughs> Wait, I'm there's not, Yu-Gi-Oh stuff outside of Dice I'm, I'm not going to lie. One of the things it's that bugs... TV show. Where yeah. do you think they took those screenshots? For their <laughs> the art is the best yeah. in Yu-Gi-Oh. You, you, it always bugs me because Russ would always be like, um, what's that one? The Kariba? I'm like, no, it's Karibo. Come on, Rust. I know. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Like, a lot of people in the Dice Master scene, they play with Yu-Gi-Oh, but they don't... They never watched it or... Ha- know the game itself and so they'll mispronounce the cards and every time it's just gonna be like it's okay they just don't know i'm not gonna correct them and then that's a really fun set yeah it's a really and then on the other side you and i we're just like quoting the show yeah yeah (laughs) it's like kaiba yeah and the art was the art was really like everyone thought it was so stupid at first but after over time it kind of grows on you and it's like yeah. oh it just yeah. it's, so it's much just different than the other one yeah it's just, it's just part weird. of the set you yeah, know it, not the fact that you know not just that it's this weird anime thing that totally doesn't fit with marvel and dc but also because it's clearly somebody taking pictures from a TV that's like a tube TV well, from the late nineties. Yeah, you it got, looks you, like that. I mean, so yeah, we yeah. assume that that's it, right? Like, there's <laughs> some that looks like I, I swear I'm seeing a reflection on the screen. Well, you yeah. got you, you guys know when it first aired, right? It first aired in April 18th of the year 2000. Like that was Yu-Gi-Oh the, did the yeah. TV show originally. Well, that's why I don't know because I was an old man and I had kids by then. <laughs> like back then, it was widescreen wasn't a thing. I don't think they were using full like digital sets, so they were still kind of doing cell, cell drawings and stuff. So that like that's why it kind of oh, looks like that. It's not that old. It's two thousand. Yeah, I don't think they were using a full digital workflow. It had that. You're it's just pretty dated. Feel old. That was that was the year I went into high school. I was a parent. You are making me. I don't think I was in high school in 2000, was I? I think it was. I think you're a year younger than I am. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Wow. That was seven years. And any any other? I I would also give you an honorable mention for the full art gladiator because that got you addicted to this crack. That's right. Any other basic actions? Uh, Truce. Oh no, I forgot truce. <laughs> That's the one that you knock out two characters, yeah, right? You can have it on like every single of those teams. There was another Batman one that came out before uh, that was similar to that I that I liked. I can't A Batman it. one from the Batman set. Mm, it was it had Batman on it. <laughs> oh, I can't remember which set it was. It all starts to blend together. It really does. there's a lot. <laughs> Early DC, mid DC, late DC, mid DC. So like Green Arrow, Flash, World's Finest era. Except they didn't really have basic like actions in Green Arrow. That's Flash. Mid, man. Because before that, you got Justice League and War of Light. That's early DC. Oh, man, I and after that, you got Justice Batman League. and Wonder Woman, and yeah. You don't remember the name of it, do you? I do. Yeah, oh, I I don't know. I, I I'm Vigilante tapped. Justice. Oh yeah. I I don't even know World's what Finest. That does. World's Finest. I used to use that on my Batman oh, routine. Oh, oh, oh. That, that's not the two cost, is it? No, it's three cost. Three cost. No, it's a three cost. It's, oh, I'm it's similar in the same vein. Yeah, as for each, each one of your character dice KO this turn, KO target opposing non-Bat family character dice. So it worked really well when you used um, that in a Bat family team. So you could get more Bat families and thin out their fields a little bit more. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's move on to Jared. 
Killer Frost has to be on this list, right? Cold Lady. Cold Lady. <laughs> 120 episodes, and Russ still can't okay, say so Killer Frost. How many Frost. cards do we need? Three. So Killer Frost. Well, you got like five top cards, man. No, I'm just saying Killer Frost. Doomsday. Down on the list. Doomsday. Yeah. Mine's A basic action is trusted. For yeah. <laughs> it's not good, man. <laughs> that was way too easy, man. Uh, what would his third one be? Yeah, think uh, of some other cards. That Adam Warlock. <laughs> trying to think. Of, <laughs> Speaking of, after we've opened the time capsule, I mean, <laughs> trying to think of what he would like from you Raven. Know, but I don't remember anything specific yeah. from you. You love Raven. I hate <laughs> Raven. Oh, Jocasta. No. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Uh, There's one I'm thinking of that you guys red eyes? absolutely get. No, no, not red eyes. Although he's one of my favorite Yu-Gi-Oh characters or cards, but no, uh, I don't know what is else. Is that old stuff? Yeah, Constantine. Uh, nope, Serena. Bard. Yeah, you love Bard. Bard. That was it. The half elf Bard. <laughs> that was it. It was my favorite, and, right and, there, and, right there, right above the lantern ring, and right next ring. to Yanti. Right? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> Keep guessing. I don't know. I'm out. You don't know? Russ should know this one. Probably because all the constant playtesting. I know. I'm going back to all our games. I'm trying to. Uh, I, I don't want to give a hint because if I give the slightest hint, you'll get it. Oh, man. Um, There's such a big library of cards. I know. Yeah, I know. It makes it harder. We've talked about it several times on this show. Russ hates this card. Oh, Thanos. (laughs) Yes, Thanos. Unblockable Thanos. Unblockable Thanos. Eight cost, right? Yep. Yep. (laughs) Eight cost unblockable. And the reason I hate it, though, is because it's. It's a it's a smart card to put on your team because when you get the junk rolls, it's like, oh, I'll just buy this. He just happens to get <laughs> junk rolls all the time against you. <laughs> it's I lost so, so many games, games to you where it was like you just abandon what you're doing and you're like, ah, <laughs> I'm gonna buy this. It's really uh, like the, the best thing is like, well, I I won with Unblockable Thanos last time. This time I'm gonna focus on my win condition <laughs> and then Ah, oh, what is that role? Yeah, I'm just gonna buy Thanos. Yeah, forget it. I don't think I have any honorable mentions for your basic actions because you remember the days when you couldn't pick a basic action for the life of you. Oh, <laughs> yes, I was I was well known for not being a, not being smart like, picking like my basic. You, actions. you would have an overcrush team and then have like an anti overcrush global one for your basic <laughs> action. It's so true. <laughs> Although. If you can name that basic action, that was uh, my probably my second favorite basic which action. Which sucks because I think I remember the energy. It's pay a fist. Oh, it's pay a fist. Yeah. <laughs> Cone of Colt? No. No. Nope. nope. Uh, is it from Yu-Gi-Oh? Uh, yeah, it's, yep. it's from Yu-Gi-Oh. Horn of the Unicorn? Nope. No. no, it's Mirror Force. Is it on the Mirror Force one? Mm, yes. Mm, yes. Yeah. I believe it's Mirror Force, also known as... What's the global? Smash. Smash. <laughs> Smash. We've never... Pay, I, pay, I don't understand. What is smash? Pay, pay a fist. Tar, tar, target block. Yeah. <laughs> the basic I've, I've only, I've, I thought it was a promo only. They never printed it. Do we have like, <laughs> isn't, is there like mirror force and then like 
five different printings of Smash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and but was, I would always use Mirror Force, and I always refer to it as Mirror Force. Mirror Force which was a awesome. good trick yeah. to play sometimes <laughs> because people don't know it as well as they do Smash. Right? Yeah, so it was when your opponent attacks. So it's pay a fist, target blocked character deals no damage. Yeah. So you'd block an overcrushed character with a sidekick, pay a fist, and it does nothing. Yeah, and then you could also knock out a level one character on its double burst side, knock out a level one or two character. Or you could force a green Goliath to attack, block him, pay a fist, and his ability does nothing. And they changed that on some of the later printings to say combat damage, but it didn't say that on that one. <laughs> Man, Air Force doesn't force. say combat damage. Uh, let's see. Any other characters that... Because those were probably your top three, but were there any other favorites that you liked throwing on? There was the one that I really liked first starting out in the game. I don't know that you guys would get it. It was from Age of Ultron. Uh, I don't know Age of Ultron. Oh, I didn't, wasn't it, playing uh, with you guys that often. Oh, Coulson? Yeah. Yeah. Agent I Coulson. I remember playing against... No. The common. The common? He just, just gives plus one to sidekicks. plus right? one to sidekicks and shield agents. Such a good agents. card as a two cost. Yeah. Like... Way overlooked. Yeah. I mean, I remember starting out and I was playing against Nathan. It was like one of the first games I ever played. And I got, I used a rally. Yeah. Yeah. And just filled my field with sidekicks, put Colson out and like chumped him for 10. And he was like, I wasn't expecting that. And then I just lined them all up and went for it again. I think I ended up losing that match, but I really, really liked that card. He was part of my uh, competitive team that with Falcon with Falcon because he would give plus one. I still can't believe you made someone cry with that team. Oh, yeah. an honorable <laughs> an honorable mention for me, and it's because it was the first really rare card that I ever got. Was it one of the Egyptian gods? It's Blue it's Eyes White Dragon. It's actually a rare card. It's a promo. <laughs> oh. But I got I won it in my very first competitive event, and that's Force. Phoenix Force. Phoenix Force. Which yeah, bugs yeah. me because I have still Still never been able to use her. I have a few cards in my collection that I sought after, got, and then didn't play. Ten cost, man. And one of us probably would be on Ken's list for this, and that was that. uh... Well, we're going to get to Ken's list, aren't we? Yeah. Well, let's go with Zach's first. He's easy as Jocasta. (laughs) Jocasta, Wonder Ring, Wonder Girl. Yeah, and then for his basic action, his Horn of the Unicorn. You're just going to leave out the Beholder? Yeah, Beholder is on top. He looked like that. Um, And then I think Horn of the Unicorn or anything that had this global, pay a bolt, target monster gets plus one attack. No, I would say transfer power. Nope. Oh, transfer power. power. Oh, but there's one other one that he loved even more than that. More than transfer power. More than transfer power. Oh, but it's, 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 it's banned. banned. Yeah, it's it banned. is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? That one doesn't count. <laughs> he beat me so many times with that stupid basic action. Swords are revealing light. Yeah. Or, or the invulnerability. It's pay a mass target monster cannot block this turn. I don't think I was playing when Zach was doing that all the time. <laughs> it it got banned shortly after the, D and, the second D&D set came out. That but I played against him with the Beholder and it was gross. That could have pushed me out of the game faster if I would have faced more people with it. Like I would. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. good back then. I shouldn't say faster. <laughs> it would have pushed me out of the game. It was a yeah. Oh, that was the times oh. that I'm like, who's this grumpy guy that's always playing, and all his sons <laughs> are there. <laughs> before before I really got to know Russ, I remember one game that we played when that second D and D set came out, and it was in a 
WKO and you like had to leave early or something. So you weren't like totally focused, but you ended up like attacking me with everything, thinking you had it. And I had Orcus with the <laughs> that, fist that like produces the damage okay. by one or something. <laughs> and I ended up winning and you were pretty salty. That change, those kind of things helped me grow a lot though. Cause I was like, now I'm, I'm still super afraid to attack. I was like, huh? yeah, I don't, <laughs> to, to the point where you forget to attack. It. I don't think right? I got it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, how many, how many, how many hours or years do you think you and I alone have just lost waiting for Russ to add several. this all up? Several, several. <laughs> that happened to me when I, when I was playing at worlds and I attacked with everything and I used my kryptonite to blank something. And I also, they couldn't block. I blanked a golem. And I was sitting there doing the math, and I was like, that golem's going to absorb damage. That golem's yeah. going to absorb damage. And then I realized, oh, kryptonite doesn't just stop him from blocking it. Blame him. <laughs> and the guy was sitting there like for like five minutes, and he was sitting there like, he won. Dude, you won. Like like in his head, he's See, like, that, you won, man. You won. You could, won. Just just win already. And I'm like, those, oh, yeah. In those competitive events, for sure. Casual, not so much, but competitive events, I'm always Casual, like, not so much. I think the one of the first times oh. I ever talked to you, I'm like, you know if you just attack, you win. See, I don't trust my opponent when they say that. And he's like, because I've had things happen before. <laughs> They're like, oh, no, look. Oh, I forgot about this. You're playing against some I real jerks. You're like, dude, if you just attack, you win. All right, I'll attack. That's psych. You don't. No, I think I had, <laughs> like, Zach do that before. Oh, not, really? on purpose. <laughs> not on purpose, but kind of. Because both does, of us the same. That does seem like the like, kind oh, of thing that would happen playing Zach, like, where you. Oh, yeah. wait, no, I can do this. Like, both of you add it wrong. And it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mutual so, mistake is yeah. what we call that in the law. Yeah. Uh. So so we've gotten Zach's down, right? Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Zach's pretty easy. He was he was always kind of spiky, so ring yeah. would be on there for sure. Yeah. The the one the control ring, the satchel. one ring. Yeah, 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 the the ring of magnetism. Yeah. I yeah. know he loved his satchel team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Speaking of All right, so let's move on to um Ken. I know he, he loved Lantern Ring and especially with that promo Dark Side. The satchel. Or, or not Dark Side, um Apocalypse. Yep. He had yeah. a lot of fun brewing with the satchel. Satchel's another fun Ring, one. Uh Dark Side you said, right? Yeah. And not Dark Side, Apocalypse. Too cool for words. Yeah, yeah. Apocalypse. And he, too cool for words. Oh yeah, yeah Apocalypse. He, he loved his Manticore team too. Where yeah. we just roll unlimited bolts. I don't even think I knew him back that, when he was that, playing. That, that was team. like I remember. I even remember we were playing at the Game Haven in South Jordan, and he pulls this combo off, and I'm like, I can't do anything to stop it. And he just rolled for like two minutes and just kicked my trash. Jeez, <laughs> he's definitely. It's funny because obviously we've seen all my oh, favorite oh, Doc character Oc. are fists. Oh yeah, Doc absolutely, Doc. Oh my car- favorite characters seem to be fists. Zach's almost are all mass. Ken's. Would probably mostly be bolts. bolts. He loves the bolts. Oh, he also liked uh, Mira. Not Mira. Is it Mira? No, the one that you... Them fingers are not being No, nah, the two costs <laughs> that brings it into the field. Miri Ram. Miri Ram. Yeah. yeah listeners good. can see me pointing. He was always a fan of the Rush Wii yeah. teams. He, yeah. That, yeah. Like Serena. I think he... He I likes know, I, don't, I, don't, I didn't know him lot, too but. early back then. So and you know, so speaking of Rush, you know who I always think about Rush is Alex. Alex his, and his, Guy uh-huh. Gardner. Definitely Guy Gardner was his and, one of uh, his favorites. Big Entrance. I'd probably say freaking Big Entrance. Ken's, Ken's favorite action might be Big Entrance as well. Oh. He really liked that. He did. Ugh, I do not like that big action. 
It's not good. Man. I'm in the minority there. <laughs> I understand that. Um, let's see. What else? So, yeah, that was Alex. Uh, I'd say Alex would also be the new Captain America with the sidekicks. Yeah. I know he was brewing with those recently. He loved Modoc for it. He had, he had his Mo- Modoc moments. Where it's like, put Modoc on everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. There's one that was really good that just didn't gain any traction. Modoc. Ah. <laughs> um, let's see. And then let's let's even dig back. So, Diego. Storm. Yeah, Storm. <laughs> A lot of our listeners are probably like, who's Diego? <laughs> go, back, go back and listen to some of our early episodes. Yeah. Um, and the first, the first handful of episodes. Man, I know Steve. Steve really loves Serena. I remember <clears throat> the first couple times playing him. That's all he had was Serena. Yeah, I'd kick my trash every single time. And just Justice League. Yeah, I he mean, did a lot of really good things. Yeah, with Justice he had League. a real like. I remember his Justice, um, Justice League retaliation team. That thing yeah. was solid. Yeah, he uh, he he really liked theme teams, and uh, he really loved the War of Lights. So. Oh, he he loved the Joker too. The um. <clears throat> The, the one beauty. that the one that has the alt art, yeah, and that, I think that was uh, one, Clown Prince of Crime. Yeah, I also think that he got the alt art one, and that was one of his first like major like when WizKids was giving out promo cards that he won, mm-hmm. and he, he got first place in that one. So the I, Jack Nicholson one, I was I was kind of happy that he got that one because that, that's that a good was card. a beautiful card. Um, and then you don't have to if you guys say vibe for any of my cards. I'm going to stab both of you right here. You don't like Vibe anymore? (laughs) Green Lantern. I never liked Vibe, but I always... Did you not? I was was determined to make it work, but I'm not going to say it was To this day, I was just convinced you loved Vibe as a character (laughs) and wanted him to work. I just wanted him to work. Why would you try to make a card work that you hate? How dumb is that? It's like I didn't like Hulk. I didn't like hate him, but everybody had so much hate against him. Like, I want to make this thing work. It's Green Lantern. Hal Jordan. Oh, I liked Hal Justice Jordan. League Six cost Green Lantern. I'm gonna go uh, Ultraman. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah Ultraman. Like what Ultraman. was the combo that you needed with Ultraman? Ultraman, Kryptonite, and Betrayal Plus, Superhero Registration Act, and just Betrayal. Back then, Betrayal Plus didn't exist. Anything else? Nemesis Prime. Wrong game. Buddy. <laughs> oh. There weren't any Transformers <laughs> in this game. Ooh, man, that's too bad because that would be a fun IP in Dice Masters. Yeah, um, there's a Yu-Gi-Oh one that I know the artwork always bugged you. Oh, the artwork? Uh, the artwork the on nurse. <laughs> oh, the injection uh, fairy lily. Injection yeah, fairy lily. I love that yeah, card. Just yeah. just being able to combine that with it's vicious struggle with vicious struggle. And it's then awkward. weird, man. And then attacking <laughs> Russ with a card that has a nurse riding on a giant needle. I, yeah. I just love how awkward he felt when I was attacking him. Right, right. <laughs> Russ says it's like super weird looking. And it's just like, well, obviously Russ hasn't watched a lot of anime. Because <laughs> yeah. That's pretty that's tame. tame. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it is weird. Did we name your basic action? Uh, no. Hmm. Basic action. Do you have one? Is there one in your mind that you're thinking of? Uh, I had one and it disappeared. Was what it was the it? War Small of Light? Step? Small Step. Small Step. I was thinking of the War of Light. There's a War of Light That's one. A, uh, stealth Ops? Yeah, Stealth yeah. Ops. I remember <sighs> that. Cause that one always puts a bad taste in my mouth because anytime we'd go to a, 
uh, an event over at Game Night Games. One of the guys is like, I brought Stealth Ops. It's like, well, great. Stupid. Yeah. Well, one of my <laughs> earliest interactions with Russ was using Stealth Ops and the Cursed Dragon that would go back into your bag if it dealt damage to your opponent. Oh, yeah. And Russ was like, that Holy was crap, such that's, a good that's sick. That was such a good draft. I mean, you'd get that thing, and then you'd and, play and Stealth Ops. In Yu-Gi-Oh, there wasn't a lot of counters to it in a draft. Yeah, and and, and everybody fun. would pass it. Like, the first time I did it, yeah. like I got past like four of those dragons because nobody wanted it. I remember yeah. Stealth Ops because my son's first combo, Micah, would do... Uh, oh, that Buster Blader. Buster oh, Blader was Stealth Gross. Ops. Man. Yeah. And it was pretty awesome. That Yu-Gi-Oh set, man, it... <clears throat> It wasn't designed to draft with, and so there's just so a lot of fun. funky interactions see, in that, that when you the draft. Best thing and that's about it yeah, because totally. there wasn't the card in there. Curse of Dragon, maybe, but it didn't there wasn't feel like the, there was that one card that you, you get, get it, that, you, you win. win. Yeah. Well, and there, I mean, there's like a super rare or the, a super rare Jinzo, super rare Blue Eyes in there. But are, even then, you like really those globals set, weren't. But in you know? set, they are yeah. great. That's true. I mean, yeah. Well, blue eyes, I will say that most players totally forget how strong blue eyes as a character is. Yeah. Because, I mean, you get him down. Sure. You get him down to a four cost with with his global. You KO a sidekick, he's a 10 attack. The weirdest thing about that set was the distribution between the packs and the starter set. Yeah. Because every other set had like, every other starter had three cards. Of various different characters, and then one in the packs that matched it. Instead, this one had like one, <clears throat> one of each character in the starter, and then a common in the packs, and a rare. Yeah, but no one. Some of them didn't have uncommon. Yeah, uncommon. And then you had like the Millennium Puzzle and the Millennium Rod that were just uncommons and had no other versions of yeah. them at all. Fun. <laughs> Those like are both fun. Such a weird set. And Those we still both, haven't managed both, to get yeah, all three yeah. Egyptian gods on the field at once. It's not possible. I, wanna do I don't it. know. I do it. Who knows what's the I want to do it. I know. Maybe I have to wear an actual Millennium item around me to do it. I have to yeah. use the, the, I mean, you'd have the to uncommon collector <laughs> to get them out and nowhere. Nowhere up, like what's more eight cost? Like you have to nowhere up an Egyptian god to get the other one out. I just realized that ring. Oh man, you the, could use that ring, the ring of magnetism, that collector team that I was talking about before. Oh geez. and throw it on uh, any mask, and then you could build your team with whatever you wanted, and they couldn't get rid of that mask because they can't target. Raven's blocking it. Chris. Yeah, this is stupid. Good There's a reason why ring we of, had a rotation. Ra- ring, ring of magnetism is a really good card. It's gross, man. What's, what's fascinating is if I if we asked what is one of the most powerful cards in the game that we would probably all put on our team in competitive if it was wide open, none of us. Z-Mags. Or Constantine. Z-Mags was one of my favorite I cards, love Z-Mags. But Constantine is hands <clears throat> down the the best control card in the game because of his cost. Yeah. Absolutely. And and the cost makes him that much better. There's better things out there, but a two cost that blinks, you can't attack. Like if there if <clears throat> if you were had it wide open and people tried to bring that Yanti team that was so great, 
I mean, Constantine, and you put a couple other cards in that team to deal with it, and that team's done, man. Like, you, you just magic missile out every turn and then keep Constantining and then magic course, missile out Z-Mags and keeps Constantining. Too, which is awesome. Yeah, or you just put Z-Mags uh, out there Z-Mags. and then blank her. Z-Mags was one of my personal favorites because that was one of the cards I took out to a tournament, and that was always the card. What does that card do again? Like... It was like for me. I'm like, oh yeah, I got a rare card that not a lot of people have seen. I, I laugh because get that. that as strong as my sidekick team was, like as powerful as it was, if Z Mags got in the field, that would have boned I you. I had blanked cards. <laughs> I like I was just sidekicks, and I had to go the route of like, uh, and I had to do it sometimes, like actual blue eyes in the field. The great thing was too. Well, the great thing and the bad thing was he when he came out, he was so much fun to play with. And then the next set that came out, they just neutered him completely and broke the meta. And all the fun that I really had at Dice Masters at that point was flushed for like six months straight when they That's released where it went War of Light. For you. It is. That, that ring <laughs> that ring. That ring. I before we even started, I've said it before. I saw that card and was like Meta's broken, man. This card's broken, and it was. I hated that card. And then the freaking half elf bard started to gain prominence, and it's like, oh, so we got two totally broken cards in this game, and Z Mags does nothing to stop either of them. And it kind of went. Ugh. It feels like it went south from there because it, like, just power. It really happened. did. But yeah. just, you know, that happens in games. But the competitive scene altered and. More than anything, it's just lack of creativity. I think we're getting some of that back now. Um, so, unfortunately, that's, that's the competitive okay. scene is not gone as many and... tournaments. Yeah, yeah. So. I, I just remember those were still good times because that's when I started hanging out with all of you guys often. <laughs> that's right. That's when we had the show going. That's right. So, um, guys, thank you so much to take this little trip down memory lane for our top three cards. Um, we want to hear what your guys's kind of top three cards and basic actions are. So shoot us an email again, you're running out of time. So once you hear this, shoot the email or leave the Facebook comment, double burst at ktdata.net or facebook.com forward slash double burst. Gentlemen, thank you so much. And I probably definitely will see you guys next episode, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And that's it for this episode of the Double Burst Podcast. We would love to hear from you guys. What do you guys think about Jared's team time capsule? And what are your top three favorite cards? Shoot us an email, doubleburst at ktdata.net, or leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash doubleburst. Check out doubleburst.com for past episodes, places to subscribe so you automatically get the episodes, and cool player resources. Friendly reminder that episode 120 will be the last episode of the Double Burst podcast. So if you guys are writing in, make sure you guys get it in ASAP so we can read it on air. Also want to let you guys know, if you guys are big board gamers, make sure you check out The Playthrough. And that is The Playthrough, T-H-R-U, like drivethrough.net, for our board game show featuring all the guys from Double Burst. So if you're looking for new board games, check that out and you can find out our thoughts. Big thanks to everybody who listens to this show. Everybody on the team appreciates it. And until next time, my friends, may your dice rolls be ever in your favor.